G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, something exciting coming up. We're not long out from the announcement of this year's Australian Christian Book of the Year Awards. The winners of the Christian Book of the Year, as well as the Young Australian Christian Writer and the Australian Christian Teen Writer Awards, are going to be announced on the 16th of August in Melbourne. Michael Colley is the awards organiser and national director of Spark Lit, and Michael's back with us. Hello, Michael. Welcome back to 2020. G'day. It's great to be with you again. So, Michael, while we're looking forward to the awards, there is a shortlist of those authors that are uh, on that shortlist this year. One of them will be the winner, and there'll be another one who's no doubt a runner-up. But how does that list look? I wonder if we can rattle through all of those that are on the shortlist list. Well, there's uh, Mr. Eternity, the story of Arthur Stace, and that's uh, by Roy Williams with uh, Elizabeth Myers. Jesus, the Game Changer by Carl Fays with George Marriott and his wife, um, Jane Fays. Pathways, Local Mission for All Kinds of Churches by Ken Morgan. Martin Luther, A Boar in the Lord's Vineyard by Mark Worthing. The Glue, Relationship as the Connection for Effective Youth Ministry by Mike Stevens. Doubter's Guide to Jesus uh, by John Dixon. Uh, biblical Theology for Life, Known by God, a, theology, a Biblical Theology of Personal Identity. The Frog and the Fish, Reflections on Work, Technology, Sex, Stuff, Truth and Happiness by Chris Parker. And finally, The Bible in Australia, A Cultural History by Meredith Lake. Oh, well, sorry, one more book, The Bedura Effect, a novel by E.P. George. Well, there are a lot of great books there, and regular listeners to 2020 will know that we've spoken to a number of the authors of those books and about their latest writings. But here we have a short list, and I wonder whether we can draw attention to some of the highlights, those that you've noticed, that are really outstanding. What are your highlights, Michael? Well, I've been reading most recently uh, the book on Martin Luther. Now, there's lots of books on Martin Luther and, uh, and there's been lots of discussion and, uh, about the Reformation because of the anniversary we've just celebrated. But uh, this book by Mark Worthing is uh, accessible, easy to read, exciting even. It's, uh, it's, um, you relive the drama um, and it, makes, it brings the complexities of the theology, the politics. Um, it makes it very accessible, easy to understand, easy to follow. It's um, an exciting read, um, like often a dry subject, but it's, um, it's, that's an exciting read. Uh, one of those books that you've drawn special attention to, uh, obviously because it captured your imagination too as something of a favourite, Mr Eternity, the story of Arthur Stace, Roy Williams and Elizabeth Myers. Uh, what were your thoughts on that one? Uh, well, it's a, I mean, it's a great story, and... Um, it's uh, Arthur Stace's bit of an enigma, although an enigma no more, because this uh, Roy Williams really has um, done a lot of research together with Elizabeth uh, Myers, 
um, and uh, it's again um, accessible. Um, looking at it, Stace's life, but also the way uh, the, he, him as a person and also his message has been perceived um, down through the decades in Australia. Um, again, yeah, Roy Williams at the peak of his powers, I think, is as a writer. You mentioned that there is actually only one book on the shortlist, which is a fiction book, The Badura Effect by E.P. George. Now, there's a number of very interesting elements to this book. Uh, what's so special about it? Uh, this, the manuscripts of this book actually won the Young Australian Christian Writer Award last year, and so it's very pleasing to see that it's been published. Um, it's the... It's an interesting book. It's a book of, um, written from the point of view of a young social worker who encounters, uh, while um, helping a, a an elderly Aboriginal woman, enters into this woman's story and uh, it's a way of approaching the whole um, disenfranchisement and marginalisation of our First Peoples. And at the same time, uh, the... This this young social worker is uh, is in a discussion with um, colleagues who um, have different worldviews, and so it's a it's a quite a it's quite a uh, engrossing um, book. Not just because of the story of the dramatic the drama of the life of the the elderly Aboriginal woman who was who was a who had 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 her children taken away from her, uh, but it's a great way of looking at different worldviews. Um, Competing worldviews, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty um, sophisticated novel. From what I understand, uh, this book is, uh, because of sensitivities, uh, this book is actually written under a pseudonym. Is that the case? Uh, yes, that's because the author's currently overseas. She's a missionary um, working in a sensitive location. So okay, right. Okay, so it's not sensitivities in the book, the, uh, but... She invented a pseudonym. But we are all quite well aware that when Christian missionaries are working in some contexts around the world, yes, they do have to be very careful about the sorts of things that they've spoken about in their writings. Let's talk about some of these other books that you have on the short list. Jesus the Game Changer, uh, the book of the series, Carl Fays with George Marriott and Jane Fays. Uh, Carl's a, a semi-regular guest on 2020 and of course uh, his book and of course the DVD series that comes from it are very very powerful Yeah this is um, a book that accompanies the uh, DVD series that's been uh, considered as a book in its own right uh, and it uh, uh, allows a number of the protagonists that is the people who present and speak in the, um, in the DVDs have the opportunity here to uh, speak at length um, so it's, there's a lot more content here than, than than in the DVD series. It's a it's a it's a very stylishly um, presented book. Uh, it's beautiful. And of course, Australia has some really fabulous theological minds. One of those is Brian Rosner. His book, Known by God, A Biblical Theology of Personal Identity, might not be everybody's cup of tea, but really is great scholarship. Uh, yeah, Brian is the principal at Ridley College in Melbourne, and this this book is just very timely. It's uh, talking about um, where our identity truly lies. So, in a, in, a, in our age of identity politics, uh, this is uh, a refreshing antidote. This is uh, um, yeah, again, it's um, it, it's written by a scholar, 
but it's um, not inaccessible. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a lovely read. And you've got Meredith Lake on the shortlist too. Uh, her book, The Bible in Australia, A Cultural History. What a great read that one is. Uh, I yes, have a copy of that one and uh, it's outstanding. It is. It's, I mean, it's, I, don't, I have no idea which book is uh, going to be the, the Christian book of the year. It's, I, I don't envy the judges. It's, uh, I, they managed to whittle a list of uh, 74 entries down to the, this 10. Uh, they're, they're great books. It's wonderful. Uh, we might talk in depth more on another day, but I ask you this question every year. Uh, give us another frank response here, Michael, about the standard of Christian writing in Australia. How do things look this year? Well, um, the great thing about the award is that there is no other opportunity in Australia to uh, showcase collectively um, what writing is, uh, what what Australian Christians are writing. Um, if you go to a Christian bookshop, uh, the overwhelming majority of the books are published overseas. They're imported, and um, the you know the local books uh, get lost in this um, avalanche of um, imported books. Uh, however, when we um, collect the books together um, uh, in a shortlist like this, it's uh, this it's very it's a very strong year, and it's very encouraging. I'm enormously encouraged. Um, I t- I guess I tend to be a little di- um, I-, I tend to be discouraged sometimes about. Uh, the state of uh, Christian publishing uh, in Australia, it's very difficult for Australian Christian publishers to, and writers to compete against uh, the competition we face um, uh, from publishers who enjoy you know, large economies of scale in the United States, for instance. But uh, each year when, we, um, when you see the books all in, on, on my desk at once, uh, it, it's enormously encouraging. There's some fabulous writing here. Now, some nuts and bolts. The awards are going to be announced on the 16th of August in Melbourne. Uh, whereabouts is the venue? Can you book a ticket? Is it one of those things you can go along to, or is it invitation only? Um, you can certainly, uh, anyone can come. It's a public event, and uh, we encourage anyone who's interested in books and writing to, to join us. It's a great event. We'll have a speaker from Ethiopia, and uh, there'll be music. Um, the venue is uh, St Alfred's Anglican Church in Blackburn North, in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Um, it uh, starts at 7.30 for 8 o'clock on the uh, 16th of August. Well, that's wonderful. And, of course, you'll be announcing the Australian Christian Book of the Year Award as well as the Young Australian Christian Writer and the Australian Christian Teen Writer Awards. 16th of August in Melbourne. Uh, Michael Colley, thank you so much for taking some time to give us a quick update and uh, run through your shortlist as quick as it may have been. And perhaps some would have liked us to take a little longer on those. But thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. I look forward to seeing you on the 16th. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.